Okay, we are on Daf Chav Gimel 23a. And the Gemara begins on the third line, analyzing the Mishnah that we did at the end of yesterday's Daf. Mani Masnison, who is the opinion of our Mishnah? Rabbi Akiva, he. It is Rabbi Akiva. The Tanya, we learned in a Brisa. If you make a sukkah on top of a boat, Rabbi Gamliel, place, Rabbi Gamliel says it is not a kosher sukkah. Rabbi Akiva, Machshir. Rabbi Akiva says it is a kosher sukkah. Maisa, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Akiva, Shahayabayin, Besvina. The story goes, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva were on a boat, probably on their way back or on their way to a diplomatic mission to Rome, which they often were, finding themselves in diplomatic missions to Rome to advocate for the Jewish people. And they are on this boat. And Amad Rabbi Akiva va'asa sukkah v'resha svina. Rabbi Akiva makes a sukkah on the top of that boat. Lamachar nishba ruach va'akrasa. The next day the wind blows and it blows down the sukkah. Amad Rabbi Gamliel, Gamliel says, Akiva, hechan sukkah, where's your sukkah? And it was an implied rebuke that the reason why I didn't put up a sukkah in the first place is because I held that it's not legitimate to put up a sukkah on a boat when the boat is subject to forces that will cause that sukkah to become blown down. We're going to analyze this further. Everybody agrees that if the sukkah on the boat is not strong enough to withstand even a typical wind that would be blowing on dry land, then everybody agrees, like Klumhi. This is not a good sukkah. Let's say it was able to stand with wind that is not likely to be happening on dry land. Everybody would agree that is a kosher sukkah. Where do they argue? They argue where it is able to stand in regular wind. It is not able to stand a strong wind on dry land, which is the equivalent of a regular wind on the sea. Rangamil says he's of the opinion, as we've learned earlier, he's of the opinion that a sukkah has to be built in a temp in a permanent type of dwelling. And since it is not able to withstand a typical wind on the sea, it's not a good sukkah. holds like the halacha, that a sukkah is a temporary type of dwelling. Since it is able to withstand a regular wind of dry land, it will be kosher, even though it will not withstand the regular wind of the sea. The Mishnah taught that if you build a sukkah on top of a gamel, it is kosher. Who is the opinion of our Mishnah? Mayor, he is her mayor. The Tanya, who said, learned in a brisa. If somebody makes a sukkah on top of an animal, the mayor says it is kosher, Rabbi Yehuda says it is pasal. My time with Rabbi Yehuda, what's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda says that it's pasal? Amar Kra, it says in the Torah, the Yom Tov, the holiday of sukkah, you shall make for yourself for seven days. A sukkah that is able to stand for seven days is called a sukkah. A sukkah. The Shiva, a sukkah which is not able to stand for seven days, Leishma sukkah is not called a sukkah. What is Rameir going to say? What does he do with this Pasik? He says, really, on a Torah level, right, it does not need to be. On a Torah level, it is really sufficient. Even with um, on a Daraisa level, it is okay for standing for seven days, right? What are we trying to say over here? We're concerned with this like this. 
On Shabbos, you're not going to be able to go up on that animal. On Yom Tov, you're not going to be able to go up on that animal because of a mukta concern. Well, that mukta concern is only a rabbinic concern. And when the Torah says you, sukkah is invalid as a sukkah unless it is possible to be used for seven days, that means that it's not possible to be used for seven days on a Torah level. Over here, the only concern about using it for seven days is only on a rabbinic level, and therefore, on a Torah level, it is considered valid for seven days, and therefore, it is, of course, a valid sukkah. So, continues the Gemara. Let's say you want to make a wall for your sukkah and you ran out of wood. So what do you do? You take an animal, you take Betsy, and you put Betsy the cow as your fourth wall on the sukkah. Rameyer Paisel, Rameyer says it is not a valid sukkah. Rabbi Yehuda Machshav, Yehuda says it is valid. Shahir Rameyer, Amir Rameyer would say, This is a very global machlekes, Rameyer and Rabbi Yehuda, about what is the nature of animals being used for certain halachic questions. Okay? So Rameyer taught like this. Anything that has the spirit of life in it, in other words, an animal. You cannot make it into a wall for a sukkah. You cannot make it into a lachi, into the post, the standing post at the end of the mavi, at the end of the alleyway. And it cannot serve the purpose of these sort of like um, walls that are able to be virtual walls around the well that we've studied before in Javis and in Irvin and also in Yuma. The idea of these temporary um, walls, uh, and sukkah, I'm sorry, that we studied the idea of these temporary walls that are built around the well, and although typically they would not satisfy the requirement of four walls around an area to allow carrying, for the sake of allowing the, the water to be lifted up for your animals, we do say that that's okay. Velegele also does not serve as a wall for a kever purposes, right? To put as a stone on top of a kever. says you also cannot write on them divorce documents for a woman. My time at the Rameer, what's the reason for a mayor that it doesn't serve? Abaya Amar Shema Thomas. Abaya says the reason why they're not able to serve as walls is because it might die. And if it dies, it's not going to be a wall anymore. Zera says the concern is that it might end up leaving and running away. If you have a tied up elephant, now an elephant is very large, so even if it dies, it will still be tent facham tall, which is the minimum requirement for a wall. And if it's tied up, it's not going to be able to run away. So if it's an elephant that is tied up, everybody agrees that even if it dies, it will still have in the, in the carcass, will still be tent facham high. So where do they argue? They argue about a case where the elephant is not tied up. According to the one who says, perhaps it will die, then we're not concerned over here, because even if it dies, it will still be ten tefachim tall. But according to the one who says, the reason why you can't use an animal, and where mayor's position was, because he's concerned that perhaps the animal will run away, so therefore, you don't have to be concerned. right? Sorry, therefore, you shouldn't be concerned. You have to be concerned that perhaps it will run away, because it is not tied up. According to the one who says, we're now asking a question. Okay. But according to the one who says that he's concerned that perhaps it will die, why isn't he also concerned perhaps he'll run away? It's rather like this. Everybody agrees that there should be a concern that perhaps he'll run away. So if it's an elephant that's not tied up, everybody agrees that it will not be good. What they're arguing about is when there's an animal that is tied up. According to the one who says that the concern for a mayor was perhaps the animal will end up dying and it will get smaller. Then you still have to be concerned with this animal that's tied up. Because if this animal that's tied, that is tied up right now, but if it dies, the carcass will shrink and it will be less than 10 tefachim tall. If it was an elephant, even after shrinking, it will be more than 10 tefachim. But if it's a regular sized animal, after dying, it will be less than 10 tefachim. 
According to the one who says that there's a, the reason why Rameir says it's not kosher is because he's concerned that perhaps they'll run away. You don't have to be concerned, it's tied up. According to the one who says that it's a concern, a decree that perhaps the animal will end up running away. Why isn't he also concerned that perhaps the animal will die? It is not so prevalent and not enough of a concern to say that the animal will end up dying because it is so, it's so um, unlikely, therefore you don't have to be concerned for that at all. The Gemara says, what do you mean? There's also the openings in between the animal's legs and up until its uh, chest, right, which is open space. What do you do about that? You fill it in with uh, some filler. Or perhaps you could talk about a case where you lifted up the animal on these uh, ropes from above. Even according to the one who says that perhaps it will die, well, you can tie it up with ropes above it to an area above it, and therefore, even after it dies, it won't shrink because it'll be held up. So the Gemara says, The concern would be like this. You lift it up its body when it's still alive to within three tvachim of the schach, and using lavud, it was considered a wall together with the schach. However, it was exactly less than three tvachim, a tiny bit less than three tvachim. Even the Maisa, and then when it died, it shrinks up a little bit, and you, now it's more than a three tzvachim distance from the schach to the animal, and you don't realize that. So even though it was tied up, it's still going to be not kosher anymore. Turning the page, the Chavkimelam Beis 23b, Umi Amrabaya. And did Abaya say, Remeir Chayesh Lemisa, Rehuda Lechayesh? How could Rabaya want to try to pull off that Remeir is not concerned that the animal might die? I'm sorry, Remeir is concerned that the animal might die, Rehuda is not concerned. But Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah. Bas Yisrael Shenasak. You have a Jewish woman, right, a non-Kohen woman, who is married to a Kohen. And her husband goes off to the sea, goes to the other side of the sea. She's allowed to eat truma still, right? A, non, a Jewish woman who is not the daughter of a Kohen, or the wife of a Kohen, is not permitted to eat truma. When she is a wife of a Kohen, she's permitted to eat truma. She's allowed to continue eating truma. As she can assume, take a presumption that he is still alive. And we ask the contradiction to this. Anytime a guy says, this should be your divorce document one moment before I die, she is forbidden to eat truma immediately because maybe he'll die. In the first case where the woman is married to a Kayan, she's allowed to continue eating truma even though her husband traveled. That's the position of a mayor who says he's not concerned that the husband might die. But the second case which says that if a guy says, this is my divorce document a moment before I die, then from that moment on she has to assume perhaps he's dying, right? Or he'll die another moment. So that's Rabbi Huda who says that he is concerned for Misa. But this is contradicting what we said earlier. We said earlier that Rameir's position, according to Abaya, was the reason why you can't use an animal is because an animal might die. He's concerned the animal might die. Over here we see he's not concerned that people might die. So, Titania, we learned in Abaisa. Somebody buys wine from the Kusim, right? Somebody buys wine from the Kusim, from the, the people who at that point they thought were Jewish, turns out they were fake gayers completely. The two lug that I will end up taking off later for Truma, they are considered to be Truma right now, even in their space, even though I have not yet determined exactly which ones they are. Asara Maiserishon, 10 lugan will be Maiserishon, Tisha Maiserishon, 9 lugan will be Maiserishon, and you're allowed to start drinking it right away. Divrei Meir, opinion of Reb Meir. 
Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yasi, Rabbi Shimon, Oisrin, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yasi, and Rabbi Shimon say that it is forbidden to do this, right? Now, what was the concern? The concern is that the, the, that Rameir is saying, I am not concerned that perhaps the barrel will end up breaking. So we see that Rameir typically does not take the concerns for these deep things, right? And indeed, we should see that Rameir does not chayish for Misa the same way he's not chayish that the barrel might end up breaking. He's not concerned perhaps the animal will die. He's not concerned perhaps the barrel will end up breaking, in which case he will not end up being able to satisfy the requirement to take off the chumas and maestros that he has verbally committed to do so, in which case it would come out that Limafreya retroactively, when he ate or drank from that barrel, he was eating or drinking something which is not actually allowed to be eaten. It is tevel. So why is he not concerned that it might break in the future? The reason is because he is not concerned for these far-out concerns. That's what we see as the position of Remeir. So therefore, we have to say it's like this. Epech, Remeir, Chayesh, Lemisa. Remeir is Chayesh, Lemisa. is concerned that perhaps the animal will die. And Rehuda is not concerned that the animal might die. The Tanya, we learned in Arisa. Because we learned in Abraisa that if you make the animal into a wall for the sukkah, the mayor says it is kosher. The mayor says it is possible because the animal might die. And Rabbi Huda says it is nachshir because it is a kosher animal. Okay, everyone, have a great Shabbos. We'll continue next week. Be'ezras Hashem.